Good morning. It's November 25th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Queen's Gambit, and the music you're listening to is Beth's Story from the Queen's Gambit, music by Carlos Rafael Rivera. Queen's Gambit. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Proverbs 27, 17, NIV. The 2020 pandemic drove an awful lot of people to streaming entertainment, since for much of the year and across much of the world, the customary date night became a thing of the past. One of Netflix's original series was called The Queen's Gambit. The story is about a girl named Beth Harmon, raised in an orphanage in the early 1960s after her single-parent mother committed suicide by head-on collision while Beth was in the back seat. The girl thinks a bit differently than other girls and learns to play chess on the sly from the kindly old janitor in the basement. Beth is adopted as an adolescent by an alcoholic woman who very much wanted her and her husband, who definitively did not. The Queen's Gambit turns out to be a standard chess opening that involves two pawns working together, one of which is often sacrificed. She will employ this tactic in the most important game of her life ten years later when playing the Russian world champion in Moscow. I play chess, but not at all well. I've never developed and may not, in fact, have the innate capacity to see many moves ahead, as a good chess player must. Most think of chess as a silent, solitary game, one mind pitting its two-dimensional capacity versus an opponent's, as well as the clock. Harmon had an extraordinary ability to visualize an entire chess game and its critical moves on the ceiling of her room while lying in bed. She could play entire games in her head, but the culmination of the Queen's Gambit reveals a much deeper human truth. Human beings never function at their very best when they go it alone. One would think after her string of victories working her way to the top that no one could ever play chess better than Beth Harmon. But twice she loses to the world champion, once in Mexico City and once in Paris. It gradually dawns on her that he takes every adjournment, every day between games, to consult with friends of his who are fellow expert chess players. That has not been Harmon's way. When others relax before a match, she's studying books of previous games relentlessly. The final match in Moscow finds her again on the brink of inconceivable loss, and the champion adjourns the game after hours to be continued the following day. Harmon is at a loss as to what to do when she encounters an old friend who has a surprise. Spoiler alert, once in her hotel room, he gets on the phone, and all her old chess friends from years past have gathered in New York, studied the moves published in the New York Times from the day's match, and combined their formidable intelligence to give her advice on options. The little girl from the orphanage, taught by the janitor, wins the day. We live in a Western society that absolutely worships individualism. The very founding of America is structured around freedom, liberty, opportunity to accomplish on our own however we desire. This individualistic milieu has led to further concentration on self in the latter half of the 20th century, resulting in a culture that is very much me-oriented. We've spoken before how this can lead to self-absorption and the pride that is the true origin of all sin, 
but it also leads to the misperception that, like a two-year-old, we can just do it ourselves. This is not what Scripture teaches. Two heads are always better than one. Ecclesiastes 4.9 As our opening verse implies, friends make us better. Friends have different gifts than our own, and when they're combined, they can accomplish more than one can alone. Camaraderie also simply breeds happiness. Man is not meant to be alone. Peace and joy may be found in momentary solitude, but not over any length of time. If you're facing the challenges in your life alone, fix that. Get bold. Join a group at work or church or a sports team or a choir or a dog walking club. Just get connected, even if you're shy and think you can't, or self-confident and think you don't need to. Beth Harmon found out that even extraordinary intellect and dedication are no match alone for a team of like-minded individuals. Individual commitment to a group effort, that is what makes a team work, a company work, a society work, a civilization work. Vince Lombardi. Coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is progress. Working together is success. Henry Ford. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Thank you that you made us creatures that crave each other's company. Thank you that you gave us all different gifts and different needs so that coming together in work, or as the body of Christ, is the only way that really works and certainly the only way to peace and joy in this life. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.